Yay. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Maddie's uh, back. Maddie's back. Guess All right. Again. Um, I have gone through puberty. Finally, yay. Mm. And we had a big show today. John Jarrett was on. That was, was an interesting chat. I missed out on that one, but uh, you guys spoke very deeply about it. Yeah, I think you were nervous to chat to him, weren't you? Well, Because you I, thought, like, for the movie roles. Well, he went off the rails for a while. Did he? Do you remember when he had a tenant, uh, and the tenant was taking him to court, and he called the tenant and left a voicemail on the tenant's phone as the guy from Wolf Creek? Oh, oh I, I didn't, wow, that's I didn't remember. He's like, I'm going to win this case because I'm a winner. A winner. Maybe that's just him. Method acting. Yeah. Mm. He was on Better Homes and Gardens. He was yes, with his wife. Yeah, his, his ex-wife. I used to love yeah, them on there. Noni Hazelhurst? Just yes. said it. Yeah. 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 So I didn't didn't hear it. Yeah. She's a great actress. She was on Play School. Yeah, but she's done some wonderful movies. I'm pretty sure it's her. Did she do um that fish movie, Little Fish? The fish movie. Yeah. Little with Kate Blanchett? You ever seen the movie? No. Guys, come on. That's your homework. Here, let me Google it for you right now. Um, big fish, little fish, cardboard box. Wait a minute. Oh, great um, dance move. It's great. It is, isn't great it? Great go Big to. fish. So Noni. No, no, type in Kate Blanchett fish movie. Kate Blanchett fish, fish movie. movie. <laughs> You're better than this, Dave. You normally guess Kate it. Kate Blanchett fish movie. Little fish. Is it Little Fish? Is the name of it. It was a uh, drama yeah. uh, slash crime. Yeah. Uh, that went for an hour and 54 minutes in 2005. It is a great movie, guys. Sam Neill was in it. Hugo He's Weaving. Great. Do yourself uh-huh. a favour and Nosey, check it out. Uh-huh. Uh, Noni Hazelhurst played Janelle. Yes. There you go. Yes. Fantastic in the role. Uh, Look, I don't know why it only got six stars. You guys watch it. Okay. Oh, it's rated R. Ooh. Do you know Channel 7 were plugging on the telly the other day that on their um, like online version, mm. 7 oh, Plus or yes, something? Yeah. Um, They've got like all the old episodes of Blue Healers yeah. and all those great oh. Australian TV shows yeah, that too, yeah. to watch in full. Yeah. What are you it's watching? Packed to the Rafters as well, they've got that. It's on there. I haven't watched any of them yet, but I saw it on the telly yesterday. You're a big Blue Healers fan. Loved Blue Healers. Do you reckon you'd like it if you went back and recapped it though? Mm. Maybe you not. Know, like, you're better off just leaving I go further back with John Wood. Yeah. I used to love Rafferty's Rules. It was a great show. I think I'm a bit young for that one. I used to film in Sydney when I lived there and I would be walking to school and you'd... I'd what was it? Rafferty's Rules. He played a judge. He was Rafferty. Uh, and I'd walk past the cameras 70s. filming it. 70s. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> they weren't, they weren't even filming. They were just taking really quick drawings. <laughs> that they would then flash up on the TV screen. I just yeah. I don't remember it. I've never watched a whole series of anything except for Game, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Mm. Wow. Mm. 1987. Was when the first episode went to air of Rafferty's Rules. Well, it wasn't that far yeah. off. Um, and it ran for how many years? It was on the 12th of February, and unfortunately, I wasn't born until the 29th of July. How, that l- year, how long did so it, how long did it run? Am, how many seasons did I it run? Not, uh, Let's have a look. It had 86 episodes. Oh, there you go. Um, but I can't. Oh, the final episode aired on the 2nd of February, 1991. There you go. Rafferty's Rules. Alrighty, let's get into the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The jury has taken less than an hour to find actor John Jarrett not guilty over allegations he raped a 19-year-old housemate more than 40 years ago. John Jarrett, he's an amazing Aussie actor, but he's on for another reason. He's got a book coming out. It's Assault by Media, the true story behind the headlines. It's when he was accused of sexually assaulting someone back 43 years ago. And John, when I first thought that we're talking to you, I thought there'd be another movie coming out, but this is quite 
different. It was such an abomination and such a terrible thing that happened to me and my family to an innocent person. I just thought I had to speak out, yeah. So I wrote a book about it and um, I'm simply wanting to change one simple thing and um, that's in a he said, she said situation. Yeah. Um, with with no little or no evidence that I should be given a suppression order from the get-go, as as was the um, false accuser, and um, the press shouldn't be able to talk about it until I walk into court, and then I'd only have four and a half days of hell rather than two years, yeah. and and the destruction of my career and the destruction of my family and my life you know and it can happen to any one of us it could happen to you it could happen to you because you're well known yeah <laughs> but know? That, that's it what i find anybody. with the whole me too movement i think there yeah. is a lot of women that thought oh god finally i've got a, a voice finally yeah. i'm being heard and it was at that time always on the side of a victim and no one questioned whether they're a victim because I'll be honest, every girl at some point in their life had been, um, had felt like they had been, um, I guess, violated in some way, in some way. Yeah, so that they sort of, they absolutely. gravitated towards this victim. And, but And the Me Too movement is insanely important. And, and I posted something in favour of the Me Too movement three weeks before I was hammered. And, um, and what this woman's done is she's, She's detracted from the Me Too movement. It's important yeah. to get the maggots and the Bill Cosbys, but um, not. I don't want to be mowed down with it all. Yeah. Uh, and they're actually setting the Me Too movement back, lying about something mm. and destroying me. And people are going to say, you know, who's going to believe anybody anymore? Yeah. So uh, that's another reason why it was no good to having it in uh headlines for two years. We've, um, we've seen a lot of headlines uh, after the Me Too movement and, and uh, you and also uh, Jeffrey Rush as well, who was um, yeah. found innocent too. And then I believe his press charges. Yeah, yeah. against the, the, the papers. Yeah, well, do you well, think though that, I mean, the, the stigma with this is that even if you do, you and you were uh, found not guilty, that the stigma still follows you around? Well, not me so much um, because uh, I think everyone saw it pan out and it took it 15 minutes for the um, for the jury to make up their mind that I was innocent. Yeah. So I, I think I've come out okay, and that's why I think I'm a good spokesperson for this. Mm. I just think um, freedom of speech is one thing, but this, this really hurts somebody. I mean, really hurts them badly. Yeah. If you're guilty, throw the bricks. Yeah. But if you're not, it's not fair. And that's why I wrote the book, Assault by Media. Yeah, right. <laughs> Have you ever had a chance yeah. to speak to her and just... <laughs> Ask where she's coming from. Yeah. I don't want to. I, no. don't, I don't care about it. I don't want to know about her. Um, I don't have anything to do with her. It, that, that's my best yeah. my best way of coping with it. Yeah. And getting angry with her is just going to um, mess my life up. So mm. I just look at her as someone who planted a really bad seed and, and good. A horrific 20 months. Poor me. After Thank the Me Too... Um, Movement. I think a lot of people are more aware of it, and a lot of people are like, oh, okay, wait a minute, we we need to make sure that we're this is not interpreted wrong. Yeah. But I went to yeah. drama school, and um, I'll be honest, that there was always it, lines get blurred. Well, there was lines blurred because yeah. that's what you're doing. You're yeah. being intimate with different people, and you're acting a role. Yeah. And, Absolutely. and that's what I get a bit nervous about. You know, there has been a lot of um, accusations and I know they're still going through the court, so I can't really say anything. But yeah. do you get concerned about looking back at things in the past and how that could be blurred? Well, the problem is 99% 
of rapists are men. Yeah. 99% of men are not rapists. But this business of, you know... Going to the media first. Getting yeah. the ratings up yeah. by talking, saying disgusting things about somebody before it's proven is... is um, it's 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 life-destroying. Well, the book is called Assault by Media, the true story behind the headlines. It's by John Jarrett, Australian legend. Thank you so much for your time, buddy. Thank you so much. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make your hotline ring? You can ask us anything. Not only do you get a Powerball ticket when you get on air, Sarah, that you've got one. Oh, thank you. Right, you get to talk about anything you want to in first calls? I was actually hoping you might have some advice or hints or tips. Um, my son is just about to sit and do his L's test and he's actually quite severely dyslexic and I'm not sure how I can help him. Oh, see, yeah, I I don't know if it's changed, but I was really happy that there was no time limit when you sat your L's. Oh, yeah. Oh. So I reread everything. So I normally do it three times if it's an actual test. And I'm not too bad with pictures, and it was pictures. Yeah. yeah. But oh, okay. I just, I always, um, I still do my L. <laughs> Oh, on my head, yeah. on my left, like I'll always hold that out. Um, not when I'm driving, I've learnt now, but I would say just to reread everything like three times. Yeah, right, okay. That's, yeah. Yep, that's I don't I... believe there is no time limit. Ethan didn't have time didn't limit. Have time when limit? He yeah. okay. Does he have to wear um, different glasses for it or not that form of dyslexia? Um, no, we haven't We haven't tried with the glasses. Um, just, yeah, because it's one of them yeah. things where you could go through a lot of pairs and still not... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good luck. Uh, Andrew's on from Ripley. Buddy, you got yourself a Powerball ticket. Thank you. Powerball! (laughs) There you go. What do you want to talk about, Andrew? Stav, um, I started listening to you guys when I moved here in 2015. Uh And at the end of your show, when you do your sign-off, you used to say, adios, amigos. Oh, yes, I used to say, adios, muchachos. That's right. Oh, that one. Yeah. 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 I was just wondering why you don't do that anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I was going through a phase where I felt like I needed like a Rove McManus signy offy. And then kinda. you realised that wasn't that cool. Yeah. But you used to do a song. <laughs> used to do a song as well at the end of every show. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. He has a theory now, Andrew. He doesn't yeah. actually say goodbye. I figure if I say, if I don't say goodbye, Andrew, they can't fire me because I'd have to come back the next day it's to cute. say goodbye. Uh, Smart, yeah. smart. Is it? Yeah. It's worked so far. <laughs> we can't fire him. If we look correctly, he didn't say goodbye. Camilla thought it was smart. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby thought it was pretty clever. <laughs> Who? Yeah, which one was Gabby? She's the one that goes, you're terrible, Oh, mm. that one. That one. Are you going to throw it back in for Andrew? He'll do it today at the end of the show for I'll, you, no, Andrew. Well, I'll do it right now to you, Andrew. Right. Thank you for your call. Adios, muchacho. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, you've won a Powerball ticket. Yay! What do you want to chat about? Yeah, my query is, when children go from primary school um, to high school, vacation care stops. Oh, I know. Oh. Tracy, my, my, um, my uh, sister-in-law tried to book the kids in. And they're like, um, they can't come here anymore. They're in high school. She's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? School oh, holidays. Because they haven't started the high school yet, though. So it's kind of like a limbo year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. how old are your kids? So my daughter just turned 13, but she's a very young 13. Yeah. Right. Um, so I can't leave her at home from 6.30 until 3 every day. Mm. Um, no close family nearby. So, you know, what do you do? Yeah. It is, it is a weird really one. Hard. 
Yeah. And can she I repeat have a grade? No solution for that. <laughs> yeah. It is hard. Like you can take separate hus- um, separate holidays to your husband, but then yeah. you know what? What's the point in that? Yeah. I wonder if there is any weekend activities for teenagers here in Brizzy. Yeah. Would, like some sort of camp style there where you can just some, go during the day. A lot of stuff. We used to do it with Ethan. Like, you can put them into the basketball. There's, like, sports camps like, yeah. and things like that for mm. teenagers and, and a few different things. But they can get quite expensive. Like, it's not... A, the, the good thing about vacation care is it is somewhat cost-effective. Yeah. Uh, good luck with that, Tracy. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Simone from Ipswich, you're on the air with us. Good morning. Hi, hi, guys. How are you? Great. Good. What do you want to talk about, Simone? Uh, just a horrible comment that Pauline Hanson made yesterday about domestic violence women upgrading the things they go through to keep kids away from fathers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were actually just talking about it. If anyone didn't hear, she was uh, accusing some women of making false claims. This is what she said yesterday. I'm saying to those women out there, don't throw domestic violence orders against your ex-partners just to further your case or get control of the children. That's not fair or right. There are people out there who are nothing but liars and will use that in the court system. You can't defend these people and I will not defend them. From my personal, own personal experience, I've seen what happened with my son. So I know there was and charges weren't, weren't laid and actually they were dropped. Yet he had to go through the procedure of other courts. So it's not a personally about my son. I know this from other cases. People make false allegations. You're going to be held responsible for it. What are your thoughts on it, Simone? Well, I survived domestic violence for 12 years and I've just finished going through family court to make sure that my kids are not hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I understand women do do that, so do men, but not all of us. Yeah, and it's it's damaging comments that she made and she said it wasn't personal. It obviously was. And I guess um, a lot of people have come out and said, there's going to be in any system, there's going to be a couple that um, don't treat it fairly, but yeah. we can't get away from the fact that one woman here in Australia dies every week from the, the hands of um, a male. That's correct. I was nearly killed twice, and oh. to, to protect my children had to run 13 times. Wow. wow. And so, we're still so found. When you say run, he tracked you down or you went back to the relationship? No, he tracked me down 13 times through friends, Facebook and other means. Wow. So what would you say to Pauline Hanson for saying those comments? Oh, I can't say that on radio. Yeah. (laughs) I tell you, we've actually got Pauline on at 7.30 this morning. Do you want to call back and talk to her? Oh, I would love to. All right. Okay. Okay. Hang there. We'll get your number. Uh, She's going to join us and uh, try and explain her comments, um, and we'll let you have a chat to her about it so she can hear it from your perspective, Simone. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. For a limited time at Subaru, drive away in an Outback or Subaru XV with two years free scheduled servicing. Teaser, and C's apply. See Subaru.com.au for details. What's that sound? Hit 105's $50,000 secret sound. Yeah, gets the sound correctly, win $50,000. And don't forget, every caller who gets on the air with us today gets a ticket to go into the $150 million Powerball tonight. I wonder if it doesn't go off. I know, jackpot. Uh, Which means Larissa and Ipswich, you've got that Powerball ticket. Woo! (laughs) Hello. Hello. And then you could win (laughs) $50,000. That'd be good too. Imagine that. Hit 105 gave me $150 million and $50,000. <laughs> you guys are the best. I know, guys. right? I know. I know. But you think you know what the secret sound is. Let's hear it again one more time from Maddie. 
We've already had two clues, which are hand and, and rip. So, Larissa from Ipswich for fifty million. <laughs> uh, fifty million. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's going to bump it up, okay? So at his personal Barton account, he's bumping it up. So $50,000. What do you think it is? What's this noise? Okay, so I think with your hand, you're ripping baking paper from the dispenser on the across the aluminium edge. Oh, baking paper. Rip. You do yeah. use baking paper quite regularly. Yes, I do, because I've got to <laughs> Separate from my other son, because one's celiac, so I wrap everything in baking paper. When you cut your finger on that little serrated bit too, God, it's like losing a leg. I've never done that. Oh, pain. Yeah, and you feel it go... Ripping it down. Play it again. Please. Thank you. (laughs) Great manners, Abby. (laughs) Give yourself a star. (laughs) You look at me like... "Mm -hmm." Well, I just wasn't ready to play it again. That's all it was. (laughs) Larissa. Oh... That's not the sound. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not the sound. Not the sound. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, sorry, honey. But are you still got a shot at $150 million with the Powerball tickets? Yeah. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah, sure. sure. Uh, That's, yeah. All right. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Matt, lovely to meet you. I'm a astrophysicist. I'm just a bad I made a mistake. No, you don't know that. I did make a mistake because I made an assumption by uh, what was going on on The Bachelor. I made an assumption that he wouldn't choose a girl because I thought that he was above the pettiness that she had brought. Didn't really and know this him. is talking about I didn't I don't know him that, and that's right. Um but Abby was trying to find out and sort of saying, hey just so you know they've been saying things behind your back. And I just thought she that brought was up a the bit, jo- the dog grooming yeah, stuff. And right? I just thought, well that was a little bit catty. Wait for him to find out what the girls are like. And I thought it was a bit drama intense for him. I'll tell you what. And I didn't think she would make it through this far. Why don't we just let your past comments so <laughs> this is Matt the Bachelor past was Abby's a bit of a cow. On the show with us our Abby Coleman made comment about the Abby who is going to win The Bachelor tonight. This is what you said to him about his possible new spend the rest of his life together love. I've crossed Abby and Monique off the list because those girls <laughs> are not anyone that you would choose. And if you do, you're going to be more hated than I'm going to say Blake Ooh. and the Honey Badger Whoa. combined. So what? I'm, I'm going to cross them off the list right wow. now. I didn't think before I speak, and you keep reliving it because you are loving it way too much. Well, when she wins tonight, yeah, like I, I want Abby to win, and she's pulled out all the stops, all the grinding, mm. all of the, like she's dangled m- more than one carrot in front of that horse. <laughs> but I, don't, I can't speak to him tomorrow though, because I'm Why? that person that's just mouthed off about, you know, oh, I broke up with someone. You mouth them off. You say the worst things because you never think they're going to get back together, mm. and, and then, then a few weeks do. later they get back together. And I should learn from that. Ah, learning's for chumps. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awkward. You know when you just feel like you just well, wish that the earth would come and swallow you up because you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Well, why do you care about her opinion anyway? Because he's just, he's, I feel like he's going to choose the wrong person. The best part of the whole situation was... I do care because I went too far. We then had him on a couple of weeks later. Yeah. As you, And then you watch the show and you see Abby get closer and closer to winning. And then you had to swallow your pride and do somewhat of an apology. I'm going to start with a little bit of an apology. I think I went a little bit too harsh last time and I was sort of suggesting that Abby might not win and as time goes on, I realised I could have been wrong and when you took off your headphones after our last chat, you went... (gasps) 
want to apologise, okay? No, no, just, I mean, opinions are like bumholes, right? Everyone's got one, so please. <laughs> See, I think it's very important to note here, though, that you don't, you haven't actually changed your opinion. You're just upset that you voiced your opinion to him. You still think that. Yeah. I so still think that he's better suited to Chelsea. Yeah. But I think he's not going to choose pick with his head. I think he's going to pick with his head. Uh huh. And that's why I think Abby's going to win now. Well, yeah. 13, 10, 16. You haven't watched it, Stav. You don't, don't know who's right for him. <laughs> 13, 10, 16. Have you done an Abby Coleman? Have you had a friend? Who broke up with someone and you've gone, oh, they were the worst person in the world. I'm so glad they're gone. And then a month later, they're like, yeah, we're working it out. And you have to go, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) I was just trying to support you. I didn't mean those things that I said. Uh, Have you guys ever done it? We, uh, yeah, I had a, a mate who had bought an engagement ring. Yeah. And the girlfriend got wind of it and broke up with him because of that. Right. Yeah. Um, but we didn't know he'd bought the engagement ring at the time. So when he said we've broken up, we just went to town. Oh, and we're like, thank and, and no one liked her. Yeah. Right? No, she was the one at my wedding who I had on the, the special table for, <laughs> for spirits. <laughs> and she was buying $30 cocktails for everybody. Oh, wow. Right. So she, okay. was, she was just a piece of work. Uh. So when they broke up, yeah. all the boys were like, yes, it's time to say the truth. And then he goes... I had bought a ring to propose to. Oh, no. Did we're they like, get back together? No, no, no. Oh, she he... ran off with another one of his mates. There you and... go. Oh. So, so yeah. there is the end... hope that Abby may run off with one of his mates. <laughs> with his mind. Wow. Up. But it's just that yeah. thing of, like, he, we didn't oh, you know just, he was You just propose. cringe. You yeah. just go, you, you just, yeah, you yeah. cringe. 13, 10, 60. Have you done an Abby Coleman? Have you gone to town on someone's ex and then they've gotten back together and you've had to apologise? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. The Bachelor finale is tonight. Uh, Matt will choose Abby. Then it's going to be awkward for our Abby because of this when we spoke to him a few weeks ago. I've crossed Abby and Monique off the list because those girls <laughs> are not anyone that you would choose. And if you do, you're going to be more hated than I'm going to say Blake Ooh, and the Honey Badger whoa. combined. So what? I'm, I'm going to cross them off the list right, right. now. That girl should just shh sometimes, shouldn't she? There's one thing that could save you. Mm. He could be more hated than Blake and... No, and they, I mean, they weren't hated, but you know when you just yell at the, the TV because yeah. you think they've made the wrong decision? Yeah, and yeah. I only said it because I thought that she was definitely out. Yeah. I presumed that was wrong. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Have you gone to town on someone's ex-partner only to find out that they got back together? Candace. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You've done, done Abby Coleman? No, it wasn't actually me. It was, so what happened was, is a friend of mine, her and her boyfriend broke up and her best friend said to her, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Like, I actually, I didn't really like him anyway. And to be completely honest, I actually sort of got gay vibes from him. (laughs) (laughs) No, and they got back together. And they're back together. They got back together, like, maybe three weeks later. (laughs) Are they still together now? Yeah, they're still together now. Is he still oh. giving off gay vibes? <laughs> no. Definitely not. No. 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 So you say that because you're on no. the air, Candace. If we spoke to you off air, oh. your vibes might so be different. Is she, she going to be the bridesmaid now? Oh. You know, because she's the best friend. It'll be but a of great course... speech. <laughs> no, maid of honour. Maid of honour. Maid of honour, yeah. yeah. First, when they got together, had oh. gay vibes. Gay vibes. We're Mike... still here, and I still have a gay vibe. <laughs> Michael in West End, uh, did you put your foot in it? Yes, I did indeed. Very much so. What did you do? Um, my uh, stepbrother, he had a partner for a few years. They had a child together. Um, she ended up cheating on him. Um, they split up. I said, 
terrible things both to her and in our family. Yeah. Garnered a very horrible reputation towards her. Uh-huh. And uh, they ended up getting back together about six weeks later. Um, we had a family event just recently, which was the first time I had seen her since this all went down. Yep. We sat almost directly across from each other yep. and said zero words. Mm, maybe that's what I should do in the interview. Tomorrow? Yeah, when Abby not say yes. anything. Just... <laughs> Just give her a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her you get gay vibes. <laughs> <laughs> what if me and Stav just tools down and run? So it's just like... Don't do that. Or it's just, just the no, three that's so That's so radio cliche. You don't want yeah, to... You're better than that. Yeah. Yeah. You're better than that, people. We're actually not. We are the lowest of the low. <laughs> if anything, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed it took us that long to come up with the yeah, idea. <laughs> yeah, we should have had it weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cleaner, uh, you're on the air with us. Everyone who gets on air today is getting a $150 million Powerball ticket, but we want to know when you've done an Abby Coleman and ragged on someone's partner only to find out they've gotten back together. Well, it was my best friend, um, and they're on again, off again. They had a kid, and um, they broke up. And I was like, "Look, this is enough." And I told her I'll help her move out. And I bagged on him and went to him and like tore and gave him everything. And then two weeks later, they ended up getting engaged. Ooh. What? What was the first thing you say? Did you say congratulations? <laughs> yeah, I did. And I was like, ah, oh, that's so good. <laughs> Do you get to go to the wedding or has it been already? Um, they ended up breaking up again, but she had it all planned out and I was a bridesmaid. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And what did you say when they broke up that second time? Did you keep your mouth shut or did you just put some mayo on top of what you already said? I kept my mouth shut that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, see, I've yeah. learned as well. No, you haven't. Nah, as if. We'll no, be yeah. back here in six months. No, 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 no. You no, just, you just said mean. Chelsea and him won't last if she picks him. Yeah, yeah but now I'm a new person. <laughs> oh, right, from now. From <laughs> yeah. now? From, from now. now. All right, everyone, mark this down. 7.24, Thursday the 19th of September. Mark it down as the time yeah. that Abby lied about being a new person. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We are speaking to Pauline Hanson, who is on the phone with us. Uh, some crazy, well, I don't know whether they're crazy. We're going to find out from her. Some comments were made uh, yesterday from her around domestic violence. This is them. I'm saying to those women out there, don't throw domestic violence orders against your ex-partners just to further your case or get control of the children. That's not fair or right. There are people out there who are nothing but liars and will use that in the court system. You can't defend these people and I will not defend them. If people make false allegations, you're going to be held responsible for it. She joins us now. Paul, Pauline, I understand that that was a personal issue for you and your son and quite horrific to go through. But... Hearing those comments um, for a lot of people, a lot of women that have gone through domestic violence, can you understand how that could be damaging and hurting them? No, well, you're incorrect. It's not just related to my son. I hear it from a lot of people out there who have relayed that to me over the years. So um, it is happening and it does happen. And I've um, heard it from even domestic violence thrown around very, um, very easily. If you actually text people, um, that's classified as domestic violence, asking, begging to see your son, that's domestic violence. Domestic violence is not purely about physical violence. That's what people must understand. If you, someone spent too much money out of the account and you accuse them or say something about it, that's domestic violence. If they see you hanging around, you can put a domestic violence order against them. It is, um, it's horrendous what's going on in our society. And I've heard from uh, different 
fathers, different people, even women that have said the domestic violence laws have been put against them and they've, they've been absolute lies. So why did you call for a royal commission if it wasn't for the experiences of your son? I've been dealing with this since 1996. It had nothing to do with my children at that time. Okay. So this has been going on for years and years. If you if you don't think this has been happening, you've got suicide. No, I, I'm days. sure it has One been happening. Be the week. Mm. Yeah. Well, my job is as a member of a parliament. It's got nothing to do with I'm calling for it for my son. For you to say that, I think it's just that it is. I'm not impressed by that at all. What? I have people. It comes across. I've had about four thousand emails, letters that have come through my office since I've been re-elected to try and do something about it. I get pulled up just doing my grocery shopping by people begging me to do something about it. I've got grandparents who are begging to see their grandchildren. How? how okay, I, I'm not. I'm not debating that it, it doesn't happen. I'm but sure it does. It, I'm sure it does too. But how? Do you have any evidence of how much it happens? What percentage of of domestic violence complaints are false? You can't. You can't put a number on this because a lot of people can't go out publicly and speak about their cases. It's against the law to speak about domestic violence cases or to to talk about family law matters, I should say, about family law matters. You can't speak about it. You can't even use the name, all right? Media can't report on family law matters. It's illegal to do it. That's why we don't understand what is happening in our system because people are shut down. They can't speak about it. Why can't you accept that there are people out there who do, do lie to, to get these domestic violence orders against their ex-partners? No, I, com- I, com- I completely, I completely do. I, but I, I would say to you as well, yes. But if you if you, if you don't have any actual statistics, the the number of people that are saying that the um that the accusations are false could be as high as the people that are lying about the accusations. I understand what you're saying, but there's no figure that I can actually put on this. Yeah. You know, hopefully this hopefully this will actually come out in the case. case, I've got letters of submissions that I've put, you know, that I'm put before the um, the um, well, I'm not going to say who. Anyway, I've put letters there, submissions from from um, fathers Mm. that have actually said that these lies have happened. They've been denied access to their children, Mm. and I'm not talking about just for a couple of years till they're 18. I so think. these fathers have done nothing, you know, and it's just not fathers. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not just defending fathers by no means. Mm. There are women out there, if you read through my Facebook page, women are, are also congratulating me because they want changes. These women have gone through it themselves. You've got women out there who get no help or assistance from their fathers. So they don't get child support paid, you know, and um, there's, there's a big problem from that. And we've got one woman on average being murdered a week. Why don't we investigate this and find out the reasons why this is happening? Why is there so much hatred? Why is people wanting to take their own lives? Why is there murders happening? That's the whole guts of all this. What if we, we put aside... Um, yeah. Well, why don't we put aside the, the DV part of it just for the moment, right? Because that's, that's what we're focusing on. Do you think as part of this there will be discussions and reform in the way that the family courts work? Because at the moment it is verily, very heavily weighted towards the mother of the children. Is, is what you're going for here a more evenly weighted system so that both parents can be part of children's lives and, and the children aren't affected? I would dearly love that. I would dearly love to have the parents to have 50-50 custody. That. You know, before going to courts, the day after separation, it's in law now, but it's at the discretion of the judge. But sit down, mediate, talk to each other, work out 
what's the best way for both of you to actually see the child, have, have, have an involvement in the children's lives, not just one taking the children saying, you can't see the kids, take me through the course before you even get to see the kids after months. Surely not in every so, case, though. There, there are cases no, where you don't. one there, member there of the is, family, yeah. yeah. All right, there is reasons why if they've got drug and alcohol abuse, if mm. they've had a domestic violence order put against them prior to separation, or if they've got a criminal conviction. So... That's a, that's the reasons why. But I want parents to sit down and be able to talk to each other, come to some agreement. Look, most of these keep dragging out through the court system. They lose their family home, all their savings. It's a huge expense to them. It goes on for months. There's a backlog of 20,000 cases. And this is uh, people are waiting years for decisions to be handed down. The judges are overloaded, overworked. There's not enough um, registrars to handle this. <laughs> Does your son get to see his to kids now? Does your yeah, son charge that drive? That's all fine. Um, anyway, look, I'm not here to discuss about my son's case. Okay. There's a lot okay. of people out. There's a lot of people out there who are hurting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And don't get to see their kids at all. And when I have mothers bring my office, or <clears throat> pull me up in the street, who are in fear of their sons taking their their lives through suicide, that's fair, and they expect you to be the one to do something, and people begging me as if I'm, I'm the only one to make change here. I can't. Oh. I have to bring my colleagues along on this, on this journey with me to listen to the people that we as, as a collective group can actually find some, some answers to this and bring down recommendations. Yeah. I'm, that so, so, I'm well, sorry well, to cut you off. All the, I guess the, the, the people that can't have access to their child um, and also the people that are going through the courts, I hope that you do clear the system. Pauline, uh, make some changes. Yeah, we're out of time, Pauline, but we appreciate you calling through to the show this morning. Thank you very right. much for your time. Thank you. Bye. All right. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I don't regret doing the world's greatest shave because it was amazing and we raised so much more money than what I expected to. I think in the end it was over 80000 um, yes, uh, 85000 which is amazing and, and incredible. I'm so glad I did it. But I miss my hair so much. So much. I, I was don't actually... feel like me and the novelty has worn off, of course, and I do feel terrible complaining because there's a lot of women that go through it when they don't have a choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of kids as well. So I, I feel bad about admitting that I miss my hair and I want to grow it back and I want to get extensions ASAP. <laughs> And uh, I've never got extensions. You, you're into the vitamins at the moment. Well, Some the reason I want to grow it as quickly as possible is to get extensions, you've got to grow them up over your ears. Yeah. So it's got to reach that. And I found online, and everyone's been raving about it. And how can over 1,500 reviews be wrong? They're fake? No, they're not. I looked I'm at just, them I'm just answering your question. Oh, yeah, good one. Um, <laughs> but they've all got five stars. Don't look at me like that, Matt. They've all got five stars. Uh-huh. And there's, like, this is not an ad. Because um, no, it's not an ad. Okay. I paid for him. J J S Health. There's a lady. She's a fem like a female naturopath. I think here in Australia. Uh-huh. But definitely she, not an ad if she doesn't do your research. Think she's someone. <laughs> no, it's like, I blame a lot of listeners because they've been tagging me in it and saying you should get these. They're hair and energy tablets. And I was like, stop tagging me because you know that I buy them all. So I bought them, and my hair has grown quicker. <laughs> It my... has. I've taken photos. I've been measuring it for you. I'm, I'm all for you doing it, right? Yeah, Maddie. you got to do what you got to do yeah. to help yourself out. But? But I want to know yeah. uh, why my beautiful wife, who's now on the phone with us right now, 
Honey, why do you have to buy everything that Abby suggests? <laughs> I love you with all my heart, but you don't need to listen to that woman. I do. She's a guru. She's a beauty guru. What's wrong with your Anything hair, Esther? She... You're, you're... Oh, she, was... uh, she changed hormones. You talk, yes. Esther. So when, I came... well, it's okay. when I came off the pill, um, yeah, my hormones changed a lot. And I was talking to Abby about it, how I feel like my hair's thinned out a lot. Right. Um, mm. So, yeah. But I read all the reviews too, Abby, and seriously, how could they be lying? Oh, I thought the same. And she keeps yeah. doing before and after photos, and I never normally believe them until this. And I'm like, that's amazing. And plus, I said to Maddie, this is like a secret weapon I have. If he annoys me anymore, I'm just going to tag you in some amazing <laughs> things. You should see these holidays in Fiji that I could tag you in. <laughs> you should. I need a holiday. You're a one-woman influencer. Yes. <laughs> she is. Yeah. yeah, I'm living under her influence every day. You're it's an amazing. Estafluencer because you, she got you on to doTERRA, babe, which I must admit yeah. I'm coming around to doTERRA what? now. Okay. doTERRA Are you kidding me? really helped me out yesterday when I wasn't feeling great. Right. Um, wow, mm. that's been a that was a year and a half. Yeah, you got her under the oh. skin roller thing. Yeah, skin roller's good. Yeah, I bought that one yes. for her. Though. Didn't tag her. Bought, I bought that one for her. Yes, no, you did. So those vitamins, they're the new ass. Have you noticed any benefits yet? I've only been taking them for three days. Oh, right. So right. I'm not going to say yes or no. Certainly not the energy yet. But yeah, I'm right. hoping for it. Yeah. Well, I've taken before and after photos just to prove to Manny that we aren't wasting our money. No, and the ones you sent me, your hair looks longer. Yeah, you oh, can that's visibly what I thought. See it. I mean, Maddie shouldn't take them. Imagine those eyebrows. Whoa! <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't be able to see. This is Esther and I talking. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I oh, no, you can join in a bit. I'm a, I, I said to him, I, yeah. you don't need these. No, you don't need she these. Did. She yeah. did. Yeah, you yeah. don't. What I'm concerned about is I thought you were the last bastion, Maddie, because over the years that I've worked with Abby, she has moulded me into the man that she wanted me to be, uh, and you were holding out. And now with your one doTERRA comment, you're, 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 it's a slippery slope. You know what my biggest fear is? Huh? That Abby and Scott break up, so then Esther's going to follow Abby's lead, and all of a sudden she's like, babe, we got to break up. There's your, there's your one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, babe, I love you. Don't buy anything else that Abby suggests, okay, unless it's a new mountain bike. And on heart, I will. Oh, love you, hon. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, Alpha Bucks, we're going to play tomorrow. It'll be R&B Friday, the 20th of September. Your letter, if you would like to practice, is... W for water. water. Holy Fun Run Batman. Dress as your own superhero and join in the fun this Saturday. Register at dcbatman.com.au. Stav, Abby and Matt. $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Rightio, here we go. $10,000 to give away. Don't forget, we give away the answers uh, throughout the show from 6 o'clock. So the longer you listen, the easier it is to win the money. Let's see if we give it away today. All right. Anna from Red Bank Plains. You got through on 131060. Oh, yes. Hi. <laughs> hey, you're looking at uh, $10,000 and you're also looking at $150 million because you also get a Powerball ticket just for getting through for tonight's uh, record-winning draw. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and you know how this is going to work. You're going to get a letter from Abby. Every answer has to start with that letter. If you get them all right, you get 10,000. We give away answers during the show. Have you heard any of those? Yes, I've got one. One. All right, so you got $50 under your, under your belt. Let's see how you go with the rest of them. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you, thank you. You know, hon, that your letter is F for freedom. Yep. Here we go. Name a boy's name. Fred. Name something on your body. 
Fingers. Name something found in the pantry. Pass. Name a Brisbane suburb. Um, Pass. Name a cocktail. Um, Pass. Name a type of fish. Um, Pass. Name a breakfast food. Um, Fish. Name anything, any city in the world. Um, France. Name an occupation. Um, Pass. Oh. Can we take fish yes, as a breakfast? Yes, because yeah. I have salmon, and if you Kippers. read a lot of those beauty books, they say you should have salmon for breakfast. Kippers. But would, would we take no, spring yes. rolls? Like why? Why? I have I have salmon Kippers. for breakfast. Kippers on toast. It's yes, hundred percent. We're bre- taking that. Thank you, Anne. Well yeah. done. I just yeah. checked. Just um, thinking, Anna. And Sorry. you know what? We're also going to take France <laughs> as a city. I mean, that's not a bit. No, we're not going to do that. One. <laughs> <laughs> you got one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, thank you. That's all right. I'll go through the few that you passed on. You did get a little bit thrown, I think. Name uh, something found in the pantry. You could have had flour or food dye. Uh, Brisbane suburb, you could have had Fernie Grove. A cocktail, you could have had a fuzzy duck. And a type of fish, you could have had flathead, flounder, or flying fish. All right, thank you. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Saying goodbye to Eleanor was the right thing. I came here to find love, and I plan on leaving with it. Tonight, the finale's tonight, isn't it? We find out who wins the heart of Matt the Bachelor. Last night, it was Helena. Wow. Uh, Whoa. Whoa. Morning, Helena. Hello. Hi, guys. (laughs) Sorry, I don't even know why that just, they just played itself. They just played randomly. It's like, whenever we go to a bachelorette who who left, it just, whenever we say their names, Helena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dodge the bullet. We'd like to say. Um, You wanted him to fight for you, didn't you? Um, Look, I mean, to an extent, I guess I just wanted to see if there was any feelings there at all. Um, Just because there'd been a couple of signs that there probably weren't. So, I mean, I'd hate to say it was a test, but I mean, it was. I guess when he did come back, I was like, okay, this is probably a good sign. Because otherwise he could have just been like, okay, bye. Yeah. Well, he ended up doing yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he did. Yeah, he really did, didn't he? Um, yeah. Drive me all the way back to Sydney only to kick me out. <laughs> I've asked a couple of the girls this. Were you, because there's a lot of love getting thrown around, like falling in love and, and stuff. Did you genuinely feel that or did you just love the idea of winning the show? No one falls in love that quickly and is is going to say it unless there's a competition involved. Uh, look, when I said that I could see myself falling in love with him, I 100% meant that. But I never ever once said I'm in love with you because I wasn't. Like at this point in the show, like I've, I really don't know him well enough to be able to say that. So yeah, I mean, I think I said true to myself. I kind of there's nothing worse than winning and then being in a miserable relationship if you're not meant to be together. Do you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But every time he, someone has said that they love him, his responses have been less than... Well, he can't give away the he's answer. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. He's like, bless you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, staying, yeah. Oh, thanks. Thank yeah. you. High being, five. Woo. Being nice and staying true to yourself, yeah. Elena. I can now see why you got out because you should have thrown out more words like sexual chemistry. I should have just, I should have just like... Yeah, hooked up with him and said, I love you. <laughs> Dear, let's have a listen. Now, Abby, who... Uh, Pulling out all the stops. I, I reckon is going to win tonight. Uh. We've got... I, I would put my life savings on her winning almost. Oh, okay. Uh, this was from last night's show? Yeah. Was yeah. It? On the beach. On the beach. On the beach, in a bikini. Yeah. Rolling on top of him. From, oh. here, from, from here to eternity. <laughs> here we go. Let's have a listen to the words she used. 
and I oh, have no. this undeniable sexual chemistry that just grows every time we see one another. And it's just fantastic because sexual chemistry is the most important thing to me in a relationship. And Matt and I have it. How are you feeling? Really, really horny. <laughs> really horny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How is she not going to win? There is, there's no re- hot-blooded male in this world who wouldn't hear that and be like, "Oh, she's the one." I to mean, beat. like, I don't think there's any hot-blooded male or female that could hear that and just <laughs> be able to ignore it. I'm concerned though, Elena, because if Abby doesn't win, how do you think Chelsea is coping with watching the copious amounts of copulation? Co- yeah, that's oh, happening look, between I them. Like- I can't even imagine it. I mean, I found it very hard to watch, so I can't even imagine, you know, if Chelsea was to be the winner, if she was having to watch this back. Like, it must be tormenting. Mm, I reckon I reckon they've broken up if he's chosen Chelsea after watching all this. <laughs> it's, it's hectic. <laughs> yeah, but at least he knows he could just knock on the hotel room next That's door true. for some sexual chemistry. Hey, like, you remember that thing you said on the beach? Is, are you still that? Yeah. Are you still that thing you said? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I Oh my gosh, I can't. Um, anyway, I also want to play to you, Helena, some of the greatest audio of all time. Abby, on our show, uh, made comment on Abby, who is going to win The Bachelor tonight. But this was many, many weeks ago. Uh, many, many okay. weeks ago. Uh, okay. She, our Abby Coleman, said these words to Matt The Bachelor about Abby on the show. Okay, I've crossed Abby and Monique off the list because those girls <laughs> are not anyone that you would choose. And if you do, you're going to be more hated than, I'm going to say, Blake Ooh. and the Honey Badger Whoa. combined. So what? I'm, I'm going to cross them off the list. I mean, opinions are <laughs> like bumholes, right? Everyone's got one, so please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, a very good response from him, I must say, but that is... That's amazing. Mm, it's going to be awkward tomorrow if she wins, isn't it? It's going to be so awkward. Well, if it was you who won tomorrow night and yeah. you saw everything that went on, would you break up with him? No, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't say I'd break up with him, no, but I think I would want to maybe speak to him about it mm. a little bit. I think there's, that's not something you can completely ignore, especially mm. if it sort of gets to the end and he was like, you know, if he says like, I'm so torn, I still have no idea who I'm going to pick. I'd be like, oh, I was hoping you kind of made a bit of a decision maybe two weeks ago, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, depends, it depends how supportive he is and how much he does to, like, help with those fears. Because yeah. it's like the, it must be the most difficult thing to watch. I actually can't even imagine. You need lots of reassurance. Yeah. But yeah, I don't you think need a enough. lot of reassurance and support. So if you provided that, then definitely you could work through it. But I, I don't know that you could. It'd be your relationship starting off with a... You were unsure who but you wanted to. Relationship starting off on a reality TV oh, show where yeah. you're picking you between pretty five. But you yeah. haven't watched it. It's like non-stop making out. Yeah. So yeah. he's just—he's honestly just going. She's the girl I want to physically be with, but I chose you. Maybe he'll pick them both. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll be a taco maybe. situation. <laughs> It looks like schoolies, doesn't it? Like, it looks like he's been at an all-boys school his entire life and then he's gone to schoolies <laughs> and he's just had the smorgasbord. I th- I th- yeah, you know, he's, uh, yeah, I think, yeah. I yeah. think there's, a, there's he's like a science nerd gone wild. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Well, Helena, uh, you were amazing on the show and you're lovely to you're talk gorgeous. to. Thank you for calling through Thank this morning. Thank you very much, guys. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, a dilemma, send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au and we can share it and get Brisbane's advice. Now, this one was written just after school drop-off yesterday. <laughs> just All right. after. And it yeah. says, Dear Abby, 
I love the school my children go to, but lately I have noticed a few mothers swearing constantly while at the prep area waiting for their kids or dropping them off. Mm. I'm not against swearing. I enjoy using the F word while at home. But these mothers are not just using the F word, they're throwing in some other colourful languages starting with that letter. There are little kids around and they talk very loudly. I've heard a three-year-old last week as her mum was saying the C word um, and repeat it. And yesterday I heard a four-year-old say, look, it is the F ladies. Her kid doesn't go to... um my kid's school by any chance. <laughs> oh, you're, just, you're covered by the ladies here. Should I approach them and ask them to keep the swearing to a minimum or at least do not do it around the kids? Does anyone else have an issue with more swearing happening around kids these days? Mm. 13, 10, 60, if you can relate. I would say that she should say something, but I'll be honest, she won't be included in conversations. No. Because you know, it seems like those women have got that outlet and it's the norm for them mm. and they're comfortable with doing it around their kids. It doesn't sound like women that she talks to anyway, though. So well, but if you're definitely around prep, everyone's sitting there, mm. you know, so it's yeah. more an issue of being around her kids mm. as well. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, I've got a bit of a potty mouth mm-hmm. um, and we learnt from my friends who have um, a lot of older kids and they always said, hey... Just because I have said something, I am sorry about that, but don't repeat it. It's an adult word. Yeah. So my kids have got that around them, and they they don't swear. But who knows? They probably if it's swear behind school, my back. Maybe just get the kids to learn how to spell it. Make it educational. You shouldn't be swearing my, my, outside of school. No, though, my son you? does swear it. Like he spells it out yeah. to us sometimes. He's a clever like, kid. It, does, it doesn't make it any different. Mate. But you still there's a party that's like oh correct. Yeah. So you said in context. Oh, and you did the ing. Yeah. Oh, okay. No worries. Yeah. Well done. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a time and place for swearing. I, I don't mind it, you know, if if you swear at home in front of your children, but that's you're taking on everyone else's children in that regard if you're outside of school. Look, yeah. We're all guilty of it, but we shouldn't you shouldn't do it in front of your own children either. Oh no, you shouldn't. Home. You shouldn't. Like I'll I'll, I'll yeah. do it and I cringe and I go, "Oh, why did I do that?" And Scotty's the one that would actually pull yeah. me up on it because he doesn't like the swearing and I would swear more than him. Yeah. But I've also pulled him up on the J-man word. I don't like him saying that in front of the kids. Yeah, see that's J-man. an interesting one. I don't like him Jesus. saying Jesus Christ. Oh, right. Yeah, so we, we've banned that, and that's yeah. in our swear jar yeah. as well. So if you say that, because you can't use the Lord's, the name, Lord's in name in vain. No. no. Well, thirteen ten sixty. a lot of people calling up. What are your thoughts? We'll get you on next. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Are you sick of swearing too much uh, around our kids? Because this mum is. She said she doesn't mind swearing sometimes at home, but at school drop-off and pick-up, there are a group of mums that are swearing drastically and using a lot of the the C words, and she doesn't know if she should uh, confront them or not. 13, 10, 60. Uh, Amy, you're on. What do you think? I think she definitely should say something. Um, I would, and I actually have before. I think it's inappropriate outside of the home. Uh, what was the reaction from the people? Did they get embarrassed? They were a little bit embarrassed, um, but never spoke to me again after that. So oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I get concerned about because when people get cautioned on it, they get, oh, don't tell me. Mm. Best form of defence is attack, and that's usually what will happen. Rachel in Caboolture, what do you think about swearing outside of the school grounds? I think it's probably, I mean, well, inside the school grounds. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a time and a place. Um, my daughter goes to a Christian school, so as you could imagine, it's probably a little bit upper class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I have heard it before, but not so much. But there's definitely a time and a place. And if she's having an issue with that and she doesn't want that confrontation, maybe that she should speak to a teacher or 
the principal so that someone else can obviously address that because, I mean, young minds getting moulded, they don't need to be hearing the C-bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I I love on the uh, newsletter when there's a a note from the principal that's directed at the parents because there's been someone doing something wrong like that. Mm. But it's always worded as if you're children and you feel like you're back at school. Oh, completely. Mate, so it was towards you? When? What? Whatever what the letter said. I don't know. Like when there's no one, it's like, remember, don't park here. Oh, You're not meant okay. to park here. Yeah. Nah, the teachers have no no issue pulling me aside and sitting me down. I've missed out on many lunch times because of my, <laughs> of my actions. <laughs> Emily, in Nunda, do you think this mum should confront the ladies that are swearing around the kids? Hey, um, no, I don't really think so because they're the adults. Like, I don't really see the problem with it. Like, I remember during primary school growing up, like, everyone swears. It's just not something you're going to get away from. And it's just a word. It's not... Unless they're using it in a really bad derogatory term, I don't think there is really anything wrong with it. Okay. I guess saying a swear word and saying something (laughs) mean to someone... What's worse if you're being vicious? Saying something mean with I... a swear word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll make note of that. Uh, remember, every caller who gets on this morning has a, a Powerball ticket to the 150 million jackpot Ooh, tonight. Nicole um, and Petrie. Yes. Hey, guys. Hey. I have a 17-year-old and I have a 13-year-old. So they're in grade 12 and grade 7. So I'm telling you as a parent, I would not say anything to these parents. I have dubbed them the mum mafia. Uh (laughs) Um, You will be ostracised. You will never, ever be included. Your child will be outed. Mm. And it's seriously, it is that bad. Go to the teacher. If you can, record them saying it. Don't record their faces. Mm. Just record them speaking it. And just go, look, hey, this is what's happening. And explain to your kids that this is what they do. We don't do that. That's a good like, point, yeah. You know, you have to teach them. And as a parent, it's your responsibility. Yeah. So I would personally and have been in a position where I've had to say something and I've been I've been outed, hence yeah. the mum mafia. Yeah. So unless you want to be, and your kid will be punished for it. So you're best off probably just, if you can, get a bit of recording of it so you can have proof. Go to the teacher. If that doesn't do anything... Go to the principal, um, swearing it like at that age, they're, they're going to pick up on it and just explain to them, look, they may do that here, but we don't do that. That's not what we do. She should ring Tracy Mama Grimshaw. Yeah. Um, uh, get, get a current oh, affair yeah. in there with a handbag yeah. cam and expose the mum mafia. The mum mafia in By Brisbane. an anonymous source. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Stab got a cat scan. That's catchy. That is catchy. Yeah. Let's hear it again then. Yeah. Step got a cat skin. Oh, Adrian, that is good. Well done. Well, no don't... wonder you're on Triple J. That's very good. Turns out yeah. it's a brain tumour. Oh, okay. that's that's okay. Yeah. It's, that's, that would because be we know it's not, response. mate. You would have told us well, before. We don't know yet. But uh, you guys know I've had ongoing, um, <laughs> <laughs> ongoing issues with my face. To the point where I went to my doctor a couple of weeks ago and um, I said, she said, how are you feeling? And I said, I want to cut my face off. I have sinus problems, and it's it's debilitating. And then, you can actually, if you listen closely throughout the show sometimes, as Stav is talking, you can hear a little... Oh, 
And that's that's just... I can't a, breathe through my nose. A little bit of air just getting through that schnozzer. Yeah. I'm proud of you because I have been nagging you mm. to go to the doctors for years. She wrote me a letter for my specialist. And in the spe- she was typing and I thought she was joking. She was like, I'm referring Stuart to you as he wants to cut his face off. And she was smiling when she said that. And then when I got the letter, that's actually what the letter to my specialist <laughs> says. Right. So, also, yeah. too, good Next to know. Psych ward. Mm. Good to know that your nagging actually works. Yes, no, no, does. no, because no, yes, just it do does. it the first time I say it. I but did. then it's not nagging. No, no you didn't. I that did. was when and we then went I to went, the I did, place. and then I went to see the physio, and they, they, they massaged it, and yep. I thought that worked, but it didn't. So now I've gone back again, and uh, I did a course of steroids. Bath! Uh, <laughs> I have anger management issues. Uh, did a course no. of steroids, and, and then small. yesterday... I said, well, 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 it's well, now, it's now comparative. <laughs> now you've got, got, got back to normal size. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, then, so, you might have um, another round. Yeah, okay. Uh, so then yesterday, I have, to, so I, have, I have to go see a specialist, but before I go see my specialist, I had to go get a CAT scan. Now, I've never had a CAT scan before, so I didn't really know what to expect. All I've seen CAT scans are uh, is like in the movies where someone's in there and then something goes wrong and they come out and they've got superpowers. So, you know, I was like, fingers crossed. So you would have been bitterly disappointed yesterday. I look very disappointed yeah, yeah, in many aspects. They've yes. really advanced all that, haven't they? they have. In and out. Well, that's the thing, because I am also um, claustrophobic. Because mm. when I was eight, I got stuck in an elevator for um, 10 hours. And then when they opened the doors, I was halfway between the um, the floors and we had to jump uh, out. Um, a guy in there was eating KFC. Didn't offer it to him. Ate this entire fish and chips the whole time. Me and my sister were in there. Didn't, didn't offer us any of them. Mm. <laughs> you were, oh, you wouldn't have either. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you, well, you didn't yeah. know how long you were going to be in there for. Maybe he thought that was the last meal he was going to ever have. So, oh. so, so would you share no, it with? I thought you would share it if you were going to get out straight away. That's two when kids? you, you would have. Yeah, you're I'm right. Not, I'm not Jesus, mate. All right, I don't have no. to share the fish. I just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get back to the cat scan. Sorry, Steph. But I, I am. Uh, I'm claustrophobic. So. And and also because I hadn't I hadn't seen them I, I I thought like you know it was a big machine the whole thing goes in there so I said to the lady she goes anything that I need to know I said well look I'm I'm claustrophobic and and she switched at that moment she was like okay so are you going to be okay I said I don't know I've never done this before she goes all right so um, let's just we'll lay you down and I lay down she went are you okay at the moment I said yes I'm not in there she if you've like, just joined us he's talking about a cat scan and nothing else. <laughs> wild twist at the end of the story <laughs> and she goes okay are you, how are you feeling at the moment I said okay she goes okay so I need to put these um, head things on you so you don't move your head she put them in she went are you okay now I'm like, yeah I'm fine she's almost like holding my hand so I'm, and I'm you know not that claustrophobic but I'm claustrophobic and then she goes okay I'm going to put you in now I went okay she slides me in probably up to my forehead she goes how are you doing and I said I'm okay she goes alright we're done <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were going to be there for an hour. You, you thought you were going to have to stay there for ages. I thought I was going to. I thought my whole body had to go nah, into the thing. they're pretty quick these days. Like, you know, some of them you even stand up and they just do a twirl around you. Right. Yeah, and then you're out. It was very disappointing because you know when you build yourself up. For yes, something? for eight years because you've been avoiding it. Yes, I do know. You're thinking of an MRI. Am I? Yeah, that takes a lot longer. And the tunk, 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 tunk. Is yeah, that, the yeah. tu- is that, that what you went through? Yeah. You, like the, there's a tunnel one. That's what I thought I was doing. No. That's a that's a full body one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it depends. I, I, mine was for my ankle, so they just went up to my knee. But if you're getting an MRI on your head, it would have taken longer. And see, this is my do you problem. Want one? This, no, I'm fine. But this is my problem. Every, every, that's common knowledge, right? That that's what a cat. Well, standard. I think they're all different because yours right. are sinuses, but yeah, right. yeah. Because I think after, because it was so low key, 
but she'd interpreted it as I'd made a big deal out. Like she was like, "You okay, champ? Was that all right?" Nah, I bet you, okay? you wouldn't have been low key. You, you would okay, have been. You would have been told her the big long KFC story about being in an elevator. No. She would have been going, "Here she we go." She would have been going, "I wouldn't have shared either." Yeah. <laughs> so what are the results? Are you going to be okay? No, it's a brain tumor. I said that before. No, it's not. He hasn't sent. It. He sent him to the specialist, and then he's going to the specialist on the second of October. Oh, so you got to pay like two hundred bucks to find out you're going to be fine. I hate no, when that no, he might need an operation. He needs to get them like scraped out. Fingers crossed. I so want an operation. Can, yeah, he needs yeah. to to be better. But anyway, we're going through this journey together. Um, right. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. So we take a moment to reflect on the day that has been. Enrolment forms. I really dislike them. And plus, I'm not good at spelling, so I make all spelling errors. And it's embarrassing if you make a spelling error on your kid's name. That does not look good. It doesn't look good. And I'm doing all entry forms for them going to childcare. And you know what? Even like before and after school care, you still have to update the forms, even if they went the year before. Because things might have changed. Can't you just write, no changes? Really? That's a, just write as above. You can't. Yeah. You've got to do the whole forms again. Ugh. And if you don't do them quickly, you don't you lose your spot. Do you do so, that thing where if you've got to do the same information twice, you just do two little dots? You know, you can do the like oh, dash, yeah. dash, dash, dash. So, thanks, but no thanks. But I do appreciate you going as a guarantor for them. Guarantor for your kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can pick them up. Yeah, I got power. Pharmacists. I know that you're in charge of some pretty hectic stuff behind that counter. Mm-hmm. And that people abuse that hectic stuff behind your counter. What are you pointing at me for? Well, some people do abuse it. So when I come in and say, I need the good stuff. As I said, abuse it. <laughs> when you say it by the name. I'm gum clean. All right. When I need pseudoephedrine and not phenylephedrine. See <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? You're a bit too up with the terms. Yeah. You don't ask too many questions. I'll, I would. I'll give you. I'll give you my driver's license. I've got no problem. I'm not buying up anywhere else. The phenylephedrine doesn't do anything for me. The pseudoephedrine is what drives me out. All right? Just give it to me. <laughs> How many driver's licenses do you have? It's your exact problem. Yeah. It's not my fault that I read the packet and the directions. No one else does, but I do. Phenylephedrine, please. Put your little sticker on my phenylephedrine. Hand over my phenylephedrine. No, you want the pseudoephedrine. You said pseudoephedrine. Pseudoephedrine. So you're all confused. It's because you had too much pseudoephedrine. Too many questions. Stop asking questions. Just give me my stuff. Thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Need help. Went to pick Rory up from school yesterday, and while I was there, I took the opportunity to pay for her swimming classes. They're doing swimming next term. I went up to the office and I said to the lovely lady there, I'd like to pay for my daughter's swimming next next term. She said, I'm sorry, you can't at the moment. I said, why? And she said, Albert's asleep. And I said, well, can you wake Albert up then? Because I'd like to pay for my daughter's swimming. She said, no, I'm sorry. We tried to wake him up and he just kept on falling back to sleep. And at this stage I'm thinking couple of things. Who the heck is Albert? Why is he allowed to sleep at work? And what is he doing sleeping during the day when he should be at work doing whatever it is that he does? Turns out Albert is the name of the electronic funds transfer point of sale machine. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the Commonwealth Bank gave them. And when you turn it on, it says, hi, my name is Albert. That could have been explained a little bit clearer to me. I was going to have Albert's job. <laughs> it's going to have him fired. Wake, wake the idiot up. Yeah. Thanks for that. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. That's the podcast. Have a wonderful afternoon or evening or morning or whatever it is. Bye-bye. Bye. Stab, Abby.